Hey, what's going on? I hope you are well and have had a good week as always. Uh, so then on this episode of Welcome to the Metaverse, we are going to dive into gaming's role in the Metaverse and how it seems highly likely that there is going to be a huge influx of new users and new money entering the space from the gaming community. Uh, now, as always, nothing on this podcast is financial advice. Always do your own research. Uh, but with that said, let's get into this episode. And about six weeks ago, we looked specifically at Axie Infinity, which is a blockchain play to earn game where players fight these pet characters that they also own uh, in the game as NFTs. So the characters themselves have value and also uh, at the same time the players can earn the native cryptocurrency of the game as they play it. The more time they spend playing and leveling up their characters, the more they earn. So in itself, uh, we talked about that being, you know, a revolution. The play to earn model in gaming is beginning to change everything, which is pretty interesting. Uh, you can jump back and listen to that episode if you want to hear more about Axie Infinity and the crazy success it's had. Uh, when we looked at it previously, about six weeks ago, it was bringing in about $191 million of revenue a month, which in itself was uh, kind of crazy. At the time of recording, it's now doing about $800 million a month. And the Axies token, uh, which is the token, the cryptocurrency of the game, or one of two of them, uh, the main one has risen about 430% since that episode. One of the biggest gainers in the whole space, which is all pretty amazing. Now, I don't imagine that rise to continue on a straight line up. At some point, there'll be a natural correction, I'm sure, in the whole NFT market, probably. But the signs of a long-term you know, mass adoption for blockchain blockchain games are definitely there and worth exploring more and a little bit deeper, I reckon. So in this episode, we're going to look at why it seems so likely that this is a huge next wave coming and then focus on some upcoming blockchain games to keep an eye on and be early to as well and, you know, try and jump on some of those opportunities that are around the corner. Now, I think it's worth looking briefly at gaming in general and the market as a whole to work out why this is all heading that way. And to think about it from a real sort of first principles stance, humans fundamentally love games. They're as old as time. They always have. They always will. Humans love solving problems, competing with each other. Games are often how humans make social connections as well. They're an escape from reality. And ultimately, games are just fun and humans love them, right? And they're everywhere. You know, sport in its various forms is the biggest universal game of all, probably. All the different sports and the fandoms that go with that and the tribal elements to it and the competition. The Olympics, you know, dating back from the ancient era through to now, exists as probably still the major pinnacle of all sport alongside the World Cup, the Super Bowl and other major tournaments as well. And not just that, but people aren't just satisfied watching or being involved in sporting games. They also often want to bet on them as well. They want to play a game by speculating or betting on the actual game. And in fact, if we look at some of the first things that were built in the metaverse, in these virtual worlds, in Decentraland, one of the user-owned virtual worlds, one of the first things to be built was the Vegas district. Humans love to gamble and speculate. And casinos, which are fully operating in the metaverse, so you can go as an avatar and play on these casinos with the cryptocurrency of the world. Casinos, rightly or wrongly, are probably the most genius business idea of all time. One 
that is statistically guaranteed to make money forever, where the odds are in the house's favour, but humans will continually rush to play them. It just seems to be an innate thing that we do and have always always have done. Likewise with the lottery or Powerball, it's, it's kind of ingrained and something that humans love. That isn't to say that all games are gambling, neither are these blockchain play-to-earn games. They are have actual game mechanics that work, but just to point out that humans have a lifelong love of games and gaming. There's actually a really good book called Contagious by Jonah Berger, which I'll link in the show notes along with all the games that we talk about in this episode. And in the book, it talks about how ideas catch on and go viral. And he talks a lot about how companies leverage game mechanics. So he gives the example of airline frequent flyer programs where collecting points means you get gold or diamonds tier rewards and how customers change their behavior, like taking flights that they wouldn't ordinarily take or paying more to do it with a certain company just to get the rewards and level up as sort of part of that game. And then the customers naturally talk about their diamond rewards, you know, membership and spread the word to everyone else without even being asked to. And then other people also want to play and get involved. So successfully gamifying something is also one of the easiest ways to market anything and tends to do the marketing for itself. Now, all of these things may be a bit philosophical and quite obvious, but I hadn't for a long time clicked how ingrained gamification is everywhere you look. And it's sort of no surprise then that the video game market is bigger than both the movie industry and the music industry put together and rakes in about $56 billion a year. In fact, and this is perhaps a mute stat because I'm comparing two different industries, but I think it's still a pretty fascinating one. Axie Infinity, so the blockchain game that has had huge success recently in the metaverse and sort of crypto world, that game in one month has done 1.4% of the total revenue of the entire global music industry for all of 2018, i.e. pre-pandemic. So one blockchain game over 30 days has done 1.4% of the entire music industry's yearly revenue, which 1.4% doesn't sound like a huge stat, but for one game in 30 days is pretty ridiculous and sort of puts in perspective how huge this industry is, the gaming industry already, and particularly how blockchain gaming could be massive comparatively to other markets. So there is a lot of money in gaming and a lot waiting to kind of click and understand this new play-to-earn blockchain model and bring that in. It's also worth noting that all of the Axie Infinity revenue, over $800 million in the last 30 days, is currently from about 350,000 daily users. Now, to compare that to other popular games that aren't blockchain games, Something like the Candy Crush Saga, the mobile game, where people don't earn or share any of the value of the game. In fact, they often actively pay for non-transferable in-game items that hold no massive value. So they're not NFTs, they can't be traded elsewhere. They're just playing to unlock levels and and have different things in the game. Candy Crush Saga has to date had about 2.75 billion downloads. So Axie Infinity doing that much revenue with 350,000 daily users. Candy Crush Saga in total has had 2.75 billion downloads. So we've still got a ridiculously long way to go with all this stuff, which means the potential upside of this market is huge. Let's also talk about esports quickly as well. I don't know how much you know about esports. No, I don't claim to be an expert, but esports is the global community of competitive video gaming and tournaments all across the world usually played 
in front of large audiences like traditional sport and streamed to millions online. Players are professionals, they are elite esport athletes, often in teams who compete all year round. It's also gender mixed, which is cool, and it's big business. So I had a little look at a report recently uh, about the esports industry, and here's a few stats just to wrap your head around, just to get a scale of gaming and how uh, huge this industry already is yet to discover blockchain gaming. So global esports revenues are predicted to grow to $1,084 million in 2021. $1,084 million, uh, up about 14.5% from last year. The world's largest esports tournament prize pool is the Dota 2 International, where the available winnings sit at $34 million in 2020. So that was a tournament, an esports tournament that happened last year. $34 million in prizes for winning the tournament i think i'm right in saying that the winning players of the super bowl get about one hundred and fifty thousand dollars each so these prize pools in esports are comparable to some of the biggest sports on the planet team liquid which is a massive esports team are sponsored by marvel beats and ibm are also sponsors in the space as well and the global games live streaming audience will hit 728 million in 2021 the majority of those viewers also play games themselves they're obviously not professionals but they are a hugely engaged gaming fan base. So people generally have heard about the existence of esports, but I always find it fascinating when people claim it not to be uh, mainstream entertainment in inverted commas. I understand what they mean by that, but I also think the, with the invention obviously of the internet, the sort of definition of mainstream has changed now. Esports is pulling in bigger numbers and it's worth more than the majority of content that would be considered mainstream entertainment. And I think the difference now is that something that is internet native, you know, that is built for the internet where everyone is watching these matches streaming on twitch and that sort of thing they don't need the permission and they're not at the mercy of legacy tv anymore twitch serves this massive audience and online community and it doesn't need the kind of mainstream approval to function so it's a completely different model in a different world which is colliding with crypto and nfts and the wider metaverse and when you think about it up until this point the whole gaming industry with the exception of pro gamers and, and esports at that level has basically been operating with users who pay to play just for fun right imagine what's going to happen when those users realize that they can actually earn when they play a blockchain game and also own the in-game assets they achieve some of which will be very rare and valuable and can trade them on the open market so it's a revolution sort of waiting to happen i reckon but how does it kind of all link to the metaverse nfts and blockchain gaming as the next wave well let's have a little look at some other things that are going on in the space so uh, if you've been around the space for a little while you'll probably have heard of 888 he's a very famous and well-loved nft collector with probably the biggest collection in the world he's got some amazing pieces and continues to buy and sort of give back to the community as well in fact, at the minute, he's currently in the process of setting up his own NFT marketplace called 888 The New World. I'll link it in the show notes as well. And he's just signed a partnership with, you guessed it, eSports, the Global eSports Federation to be precise. Now, the exact details are a little mysterious, but a quote from the site uh, says, We are honoured to partner with the Global eSports Federation as the first step in celebrating the creativity, professionalism, skill and pure talent that can be appreciated through art, culture and innovation 
of the esports community. So it sounds like these two worlds are teaming up with an official major partnership, whether that is, uh, you know, artists and game designers are going to be dropping NFTs that will be supported through the site, or maybe even esports will themselves take on blockchain games as part of the rosters that they play in these tournaments. Whatever it is, something big is bubbling there as these worlds come together. Definitely an area to watch really closely and the whole launch of 888 The New World, which is set to be a whole major new player in this space. So I'd say that's definitely the first opportunity to keep an eye on but what else is out there what else is being built at the minute that might absorb some of the massive gaming audience and capital that is most likely on the way to this space so i'll run through a few different projects and we can talk about them in detail uh one specific project i won't spend too much time on this because i have mentioned it in other episodes uh, but i stick by it is uh, called chicken derby and it's an upcoming blockchain game where you can race nft chickens that have different powers you can race them for money the chickens themselves are nfts it's been described as mario kart meets zed run which if you don't know zed run is another super successful blockchain game where you race and breed crypto horses but uh, chicken derby have another drop on friday the 20th of august for the final round of the genesis chickens which are most likely the uh, best performing chickens on the game and it's just really fun when you watch the videos the promo of this game it's really fun it's really shareable and i think shouldn't be underestimated as a as having massive potential it's kind of got all those things that uh, are really fun about a game whilst also combining the whole blockchain owning the nft assets and also being able to race for money and breeds new NFTs and all that sort of thing. So Chicken Derby is something that I've had my eye on for a while and the racing hasn't been released yet, but there is a drop on the way uh, Friday the 20th of August if you're listening to this ahead of time. The second mention, and this isn't in any way unknown, in fact, it's very popular in the space, but still in an early phase is the Sandbox. So the Sandbox is really its own sort of metaverse virtual world, but it's one that is built on the principle of being able to make your own games and create your own in-game assets, which is pretty cool. You also don't need to know any programming knowledge to do this you can use the interface to build your own games a little bit like a sort of roblox and minecraft model now the sandbox they've already teamed up with artifact studios who uh, we've talked about a lot on this podcast they make amazing digital and physical fashion items and are really credible in this space uh, there's also a specific land in the sandbox for the board ape yacht club members who hold an ape another really successful project they've even teamed up with uh, gordon ramsay's hell's kitchen for some sort of meta show in the world which is all quite wild but they have some big ips both from the crypto world and the mainstream world that are building experiences and games in the sandbox it's sort of graphic are quite simple they're kind of blocky and that kind of vibe but uh, it's a really accessible experience and it's currently the most sort of gamified metaverse where users are constantly creating the content so i think it's interesting in that your eggs aren't in all in one basket for this project it's not like you're choosing one game you're kind of choosing a whole sort of world where the users are coming up with lots of different games, which I think is an interesting model. I'll rattle through a few other projects as well that seem to be growing at a really rapid pace in case you want to check these out for yourself um, and potentially get exposure to it. Obviously not financial advice, always do your own research, but there are a few different ways to do that. One of which is through the cryptocurrency of that world. So many of these games have a native token similar to Axie Infinity. The game has an AX uh, S token and an SLP token as well, which have different purposes in the game, but you can buy them without ever playing the game and benefit from the upside if it increases in value with those tokens and also link all these games in the show notes as well so you can click through and have a watch of their trailers and see what they're all about and see if it's something that you're interested in 
it's interesting just comparing this stuff to how the NFT market kind of started as well. So I'm sure it won't be exactly the same, but if you were to reference an OG NFT project, so CryptoPunks is one of the original and most valuable projects in the space. And then other projects have been inspired by those. So Bored Ape Yacht Club is another example where there are 10,000 um, apes that you can collect and they give you different benefits and various other things. But thinking about the gaming world, it's, it feels like it's at an earlier stage. So maybe we're at the CryptoPunk stage and maybe Axie Infinity is that old school OG game that's going to be hugely valuable for a long time. So what are the other projects that are inspired by that and kind of build off that success. So another game that also has had a massive amount of daily users, about 300,000 users per day, and at the minute is actually outpacing Axie Infinity, is called Alien Worlds. So essentially it's an NFT trading card game set in the future where you explore a new world and you can also own land and earn commission from your land and battle others as well. Uh, the native token of the world is called Trillium. It's up about 30% in the last 30 days. The game itself runs on the Wax blockchain, which is a popular blockchain for gaming that also has its own token as well. So one to look at if you like Alien Worlds, one to keep an eye on just to see what happens there. It seems to be have enough users, a lot of users, in fact, that it's really picking up pace at the minute. The second game on the list then I wanted to mention isn't available to play yet, but it's getting a lot of hype in the space. It's called Guild of Guardians. They recently just signed a deal with NRG Esports as well, which is one of the biggest professional and gaming entertainment companies in the world. So they describe their game as a mobile multi player fantasy action role-playing game where players build their dream team of guardians and compete in a guilds to earn epic tradable rewards so these are often sort of fantasy based games which a lot of the early games were and are and for you know people who, who are really into these worlds but you can benefit if you're a gamer or if you're not a gamer by just being aware of you know what is happening in the broader space uh, so guild of guardians is set to release in 2022 but they are doing regular nft drops of fantasy founding heroes they call them i.e sort of early characters and assets for the game now so worth keeping an eye on that and maybe that's something to get on early uh, with if you think the game is going to be a success but judging by its partnership with a massive esports brand the clues are there that it might turn into the next big thing a third offering then is called star atlas uh, this is another game that is on the way they just released a huge document on what is set out to be a whole basically deep space metaverse built with something called the unreal engine 5 which is what a lot of ps5 games are using so this one seems sounds like it's going to be a hyper realistic blockchain game so we've gone from axie infinity which if you've ever played or seen it's sort of 2d almost tamagotchi pokemon style pets this is going to a fully immersive hyper photo realistic uh, 3d deep space metaverse they describe it as a grand strategy game of space exploration territorial conquest political domination and more so it sounds pretty intense but you can sometimes get a sense of what projects are likely to do well based on who's supporting them as well so i I saw Republic Realm tweeting about this one, Star Atlas. Uh, we had Republic Realm on the show recently, and if you don't know about them, they recently broke the record for the la largest land purchase in Decentraland, the user-owned virtual world. So they definitely know a thing or two about uh, this space. So that was kind of interesting just to, to put those pieces together. I don't think it's been an official launch date for Star Atlas announced, but they are also doing early NFT 
drops and have a really good white paper which explains everything that's coming up. That's all linked in the show notes if you want to explore that. A final one that I'll pick out for the minute is called Illuvium, I-L-L-U-V-I-A-M, which is an open world role-playing game that looks a bit like a sort of hyped up 3D blockchain version of Pokemon. Basically, you go around and you catch characters that themselves are NFTs and can be sold on the open market. They have a whole cinematic trailer, which looks pretty amazing. And a lot of smart people seem to be following them closely as well. So another interesting one, Illuvium, to keep an eye on. Now, I could go on and list a few more, but it's probably more useful if I put the links in the show notes so you can go and check out the games in more detail if that's your thing. And I'll probably do a full article on my Substack as well, all about these projects, which you can join at metaverseluke.substack.com if you want to do that. But I think the, the bigger question is how can we benefit from this next wave? And the exact timing of it might be hard to get right. And I don't ever want to give sort of trading advice on what to do. If anything, the NFT market seems a bit overheated at the moment. So I imagine there will be a pullback at some stage, but that's not really for me to say. But I think thinking bigger, we're definitely early now. And being early whilst most of these projects are either just being discovered or are launching soon is always where the real opportunities are. So again, do your own research. But I think there's a few different ways to maximize uh, this opportunity of blockchain games exploding in this space. One way is to get involved in the games themselves and buy or earn NFTs as characters, items or land. And being early to those games that haven't launched yet is often a good way to snap up Genesis editions of NFTs, you know, early ones that come out that are usually the best performing or the rarest or just often quite valuable because it proves that you got there first. So knowing about these games, even if you don't go on to play them, sometimes snapping up the NFT drops before they launch might be a useful way to to get exposure to the games and potentially they might be valuable. Another way is to hold the native token of these games, so the cryptocurrency of the game, which inherently benefits from user adoption and capital flowing in when the game takes off, if the game takes off. Obviously, that strategy is quite high risk and high reward as you're choosing kind of individual projects and anything could happen both to the upside and to the downside. That project could be very successful. That game could be the next big thing or the developers could stop developing it and you know the value with it goes down as well. Another option as a way to benefit from this wave coming is to hold the tokens of the blockchains that these games run on. So Ethereum is obviously the most famous and well-known one and what most of the NFT space is built on. But there are other blockchains that serve slightly different purposes, usually being a bit faster and a bit cheaper. There's been big problems with gas wars on Ethereum. So when you pay for a Ethereum transaction, you pay gas like a little fee. But if the network's very busy, the gas fee shoots up and it can become very expensive to do anything. So these other blockchains have been preferred for some NFTs and also gaming in general, where there's a lot of interaction with all these assets. So some of those are Wax is one, Solana is another one that's been doing really well recently, Binance Smart Chain as well. Uh, Not without risk, obviously holding those tokens, but it's exposure not at the individual game level, but rather you're holding sort of a part of the broader ecosystem. So probably uh, the risk might be slightly lower, but also the reward possibly will be slightly lower as well. And even if you don't directly hold those tokens, just monitoring the performance of them, I think would definitely be a smart thing to do at this stage, just to see how these games are playing out 
uh, both at the game level and also just the kind of wider ecosystem level. So yeah, I hope that's been a useful overview of uh, blockchain gaming, this whole space where it's at the minute and uh, how it looks to explode in the next few months and years. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'll, as I've said, put all the links in the show notes so you can go and check out those projects for yourself, but definitely something to be keeping an eye on and seems to be something that is bubbling and something that's coming. So I always like to try and uh, give you the value of uh, some of those projects and just a general overview on the space as a whole. Thank you very much for listening, as always, for your support on the podcast and uh, have a great week and I'll see you for the next one.